0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24-monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement. due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Good morning and welcome. Pump it up, brothers and sisters. It is 608. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Morning. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Thanks for tuning in. Stay warm, my friends. A little chilly this morning. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I wore one of my jackets, but I think I posted that one not too long ago. So, you uh, look like a jacket. Though. Yeah, it is. It is one of my faves. It faves. It's uh, biblical. It's uh, Leviticus. Really? You might have heard of it. Oh. Leviticus, really? It was a company I was dogging yesterday. I go, ah, they don't make their jeans in San Francisco anymore. That's why I buy a lucky brand. True. But and, I and do they, like the jacket. But they are always on the wrong side of social issues. Every issue. Every yeah. single time. Wow. Yeah. Where do we begin and end when it comes to American companies? I know. On the wrong side of everything. I get it. They're woke. They're yeah, woke. They're something. Yeah, what they need is a poke in the eye. <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> Whatever works. Uh, speaking of uh, stooges, you know, you've got these social media platforms. Uh, they were stooges for the federal government. This is interesting. Uh, U.S. government funded nonprofit. So the government's funding it, but it's non-profit. Um, it's known as the Mountain Retreat for the Liberal Elite, or uh, you might call it the um, Aspen Institute. Yes, the Aspen Institute. Sounds fancy. Yeah, where these uh, elitists get together um, in Aspen, mm-hmm. which, don't get me wrong, if somebody was paying for a trip, I would oh, definitely go. You'd be all over that. Uh, in a series of tweets Monday, independent journalist Michael Schellenberger posted confidential documents from the Aspen Institute's September 2020 event. So remember, this is uh, a couple of months before the election, Right in 2020, uh, which he said was attended by Twitter's then head of Trust and Safety, Facebook's head of Security Policy, and top national security reporters from the New York Times and the Washington Post. The exercise by the Aspen Digital Hack and Dump Working Group, that's in quotes, involved an 11-day scenario in October that began with the imaginary release Remember, this was like, this. hey, we're going to do a little, like, workshop. Uh-huh. Let's separate into groups. And here's your task. Okay. Imagine a release of falsified records related to Hunter Biden's controversial employment by the Ukrainian energy company Burisma, which paid him as much as a million dollars a year to serve on its board when his father was vice president. Now, the goal of the little workshop yeah. is how the media uh, to shape how the media covered it, and how social media carried it. Isn't that interesting that you would have a drill? How to deal with this information, what, right about a month before a real story relating to Hunter Biden broke? Coincidence? (laughs) No, no. It was put into practice, this drill, weeks later, oh, it just happened to, wow, that came in handy, uh-huh. when the New York Post broke the news about Hunter Biden's infamous laptop, which it was either ignored or downplayed by most mainstream news outlets and actually suppressed by Twitter and Facebook. And it, it breaks it down. I won't get into all the, uh, um, you know, the all the nomenclature and the and the boring stuff of it, but yeah, it's, hmm. it, it talks about, oh, like, if these documents came out, and it connects them to his father. While they derided the reporting as potential disinformation, well after the story broke, some two years later, major news organizations, including the New York Times, Washington Post, chose to authenticate key emails from the laptop, and both Twitter founder Jack Dorsey and Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg have since admitted it was wrong to crack down on the Post's reporting. In a message just three days after the Post's October 14th scoop, October 14th of 2020, remember, before the election, journalist and author Garrett Graff apparently reached out to fellow participants in the Aspen Institute exercise. And he said Stephen was right. In other words, in other words, wow! It's a good thing we practice because this is exactly the scenario. In other words, remember they were told this was all disinformation. This was all hackery. This was all fake. That was the thing they were working on. Uh, like they just happened to know exactly what was going to happen in mm. a pretty tight timeline. Amazing. Graff, whose latest book is Watergate, A New History, didn't immediately return a request for comment, and it's unclear exactly who this Stephen is. The exercise was organized by Vivian Schiller, a former top executive at NPR. Also, Twitter. Huh. Also, what? The New York Times. Also, uh, NBC okay. News. Wait, let me say it again. NBC. Wait. NBC. N- NBC. Yeah. Uh so they did this exercise practicing for what would happen if Hunter-related documents uh, were were dumped on the media. Amazing. I mean, Just is that? I, I don't know what else you need I mean, in terms of, like, a smoking gun. We all know that the social media were a body body. But here's the thing. So after this occurred, remember the feds, there's documents of them well, they've taken over, basically. They infiltrated. Whatever you want to say. There was a lot of former FBI and other spies working at Twitter, it turns out. Um, and, of course, they were planting the seeds. Yeah, you know that uh, there's going to be this Russian disinformation and all this. Mm-hmm. It's, going to be, it's going to be coming down the pike. And they had. it's not like they came in and had a meeting. Hey, this is our concern. We, we have a cyber threat or something. No, they would meet, like, every week. They would meet every week. Amazing. Yep. They were shaping and influencing what was going to be put on social media, which way violates the Constitution in a huge way. That's what they were doing. Now, here's the thing. After that occurred, and now some organizations believe in the authenticity of the uh, the Hunter Biden laptop, Do with social media still in bed with the left side of the federal government, which they're not supposed to be partisan at all, of course, but are are they still in bed with them or or will they take a step back and go, hey, wow, uh, man, did you lie to us? Man, did you concoct some stuff? Wow. We we can't trust you at all. I mean, anybody that worked in those positions, in those jobs that heard what all the former FBI and current FBI and what what they were warning about then when it turns out, it comes through, and then it's not Russian disin, uh, disinformation, that they, that they plan to uh, do this all along, wouldn't they turn away from them? Wouldn't they say, we're absolutely not going to do your bidding? Wouldn't they realize that whoever they were dealing with is playing for the wrong team? You would think. Yeah. But. You'd say, oh, yeah. we were infiltrated by bad guys. Uh-huh. Not the good guys. The good guys are the ones that don't play partisan. And and they don't actually try to take over social media and use it as a propaganda tool for the left, which is precisely what has happened. If you've ever studied propaganda and understand it, like how they use that in you know, Hitler and Nazi Germany in this rise to power. It was one of the most effective uses ever in the history of, of the world of propaganda. This is of a grander and bigger scale, folks. This is—you should be frightened by this. We have a, a, at the very least, a huge problem with rogue FBI, and we know it goes much deeper than that. Six sixteen on the six seventeen on the Bob Rose show. Yeah, yeah, and that's not just trash talking. Although we do appreciate Florence Recycling sponsoring Trash Talking Tuesday.